You are listening to the sermon stream of the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com sermons. Tonight, let's read from 1 Thessalonians 3, and we're going to read verses 1 down to the beginning of verse 6. So Paul has been talking to the brethren in Thessalonica about how proud he is of them, how they had accepted the gospel as God's word. They had really trusted in it and uh, at great cost to themselves because of persecution. And those persecutors that they had to deal with, Paul had had to flee. So we read Acts 17 and uh, uh, that uh, great statement of the Bereans, these were more noble-minded than those of Thessalonica. That's the great indictment on the Thessalonians, uh, the, the Jews there particularly, on the city to some degree, the general population. But amongst that was a remnant of righteous and faithful people. But they had driven Paul out, and that's why he was in Berea, uh, to find those noble-minded people because persecution had driven him out of Thessalonica. And then he wasn't in Berea for very long because what? Thessalonians came, Thessalonian Jews came, and ran him out of Berea, which it's a little far for, for a suburb, but not quite, right? So it's, a, it's the next town over, but it's pretty close. Not quite suburbs, but pretty close. So these brethren then were left on their own with the short amount of time that the gospel had been preached to them. They had the gospel message delivered and received, but not much time to be taught it. And what they had as well was their Septuagint versions of the Old Testament, right? Uh, they had their, they had their uh, scripture, which they could read <coughs> of the Old Testament. Uh, and, and I'm sure, as Christians have ever since, gotten great encouragement from the Old Testament. And they would uh, know the key to interpreting it. It was about Christ. But they didn't have the New Testament. They didn't have the thing that really comforts Christians today, which is the full revelation. Because at the timing uh, of, of Paul writing First Thessalonians, this may have been the first, uh, it may have been the third book written. It's somewhere in that, that window. First Thessalonians is one of the first three books of the New Testament that's written. And so Paul's being sent from them occasioned him to write. And so we forevermore uh, have this um, uh, written record, and we have this wonderful encouragement for Christians of all generations, but these received it in great need (coughs) and an urgent situation. And so Paul's explaining to them what he was doing and why, and he also tells them now here in chapter 3 that as you guys were left alone, uh, we thought it best to send a friend to help. So 1 Thessalonians 3.1, Therefore, when we can endure it no longer, having been away from you and having left you in the, you know, the, the, the teeth of the, of the problems there, we thought it best to be left at Athens alone. Remember that when Paul went to Athens, he was by himself? And the reason he was by himself was because as they traveled, they had left Luke in Philippi to work with those brethren there. Uh, he and Timothy had gone on, then been run out of Thessalonica, gone to Berea, and then he and Timothy had gone on farther 
uh, from there. And Paul said, you know, I think it's best that uh, uh, I stay in Athens. And it seems like Silas had gone to Berea because he was with them as well. And so Timothy is sent back to these brethren in the place of great danger. So we sent Timothy, our brother. So we sent a brother to help. He's God's fellow worker in the gospel of Christ to strengthen and encourage you in your faith. And so we think about the commendable activity of Timothy. He's going back to the center of persecution to go and help these persecuted saints. And he does it willingly. You know, uh, they kind of found themselves there, and it's their hometown. And, uh, you know, it, it takes an awful lot to drive people out of their hometown, right? So they're there uh, being faithful in the gospel. But it's a different thing entirely to go to where you know there's a persecution, right? Some of us are by the fire because we live here. Here's a guy who's coming to the fire to help us out. He is God's fellow worker. He is our brother. Uh, It's not just here that Timothy proves so loyal to the Philippians. Paul told told about Timothy. He said, I am sending Timothy to you. I have no one else Philippians 2.20, of kindred spirit, who is genuinely concerned for your welfare, for they all seek after their own interest, not those of Christ. But you know his proven worth, that he served me in the furtherance of the gospel like a child serving his father. And so in a few years in the future, when Philippians is written, maybe 10 or 12 years, maybe not quite that, but in a few years when Paul writes to the Philippians, he can look back to a long uh, record of Timothy's good service, and this would have been one of the sterling incidents of his seeking the things of God. So he went to strengthen and encourage you in your faith. So he went to tell you about the things of the faith so that no man may be disturbed by these afflictions. That's what the afflictions are for. Why does the devil persecute? To discourage, to disturb, to overthrow faith. This brother is coming to help (laughs) secure your faith so that you won't be disturbed. For you yourselves know that we've been destined for this. People always ask, what's my destiny? Does God have a plan for my life? Guess what he does? Good news. Let me read you some of it. Indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus, yeah, that's me, will be persecuted. Hold on. Did Did you read that right? Could you read that again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was 2 Timothy 3.16. You've been destined for this, Paul told the Thessalonians. You will be persecuted, Paul told the preacher. And Peter said, don't be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for your testing. Oh, I guess God does have a plan for my life. It's not the one I had planned, but he has a plan. For indeed, verse 4, when we were with you, we kept telling you in advance that we were going to suffer affliction. You kept telling them that over and over, and they kept coming back? Yes, because they believed in the gospel. And as we sing in the hymn, heaven will surely be worth it all. But Paul told them, we kept telling you in advance it was going to be bad. If we go back to the book of Acts, how long was Paul in Thessalonica? Three weeks. And yet he told them this enough that he could with confidence and with a straight face say, we kept telling you about this. So this this persecution 
this difficulty of being a Christian, this is not something Paul eventually got around to when he taught the advanced class, right? This is something he taught repeatedly in the three-week class because the three-week class is all he had with him. So he doesn't say that because uh, he doesn't care. He doesn't say that to frighten them. He does that so that you would know. So when it came to pass, yeah, you know, for this reason, I can endure it no longer. And so yet we, even though there's persecution all over, and Paul was persecuted in many places. He was concerned about these brethren that he had been prematurely removed from after only a few weeks. I couldn't endure it anymore. I sent to find out about your faith for fear the tempter might have tempted you, and our labor was in vain. But now Timothy has come to us from you and brought us the good news of your faith and love. And so First Thessalonians is written when Timothy went up there to see about him. And then he didn't stay all that long, but he came back to Paul and said, you know what, they're doing great. They have faith and they have love. And isn't that what the Christian exercise is? They have faith and they have love and they are longing to see you, just as he was longing to see them. They weren't of the attitude of, man, what did this guy Paul get us into? If he ever gets back here and I get my hands on him? No, it was Paul taught us the truth. Paul brought us Christ. We are so glad for that, and we miss him dearly, and we wish he was here, but we're glad he sent Timothy. Now go back and tell him, Timothy, that it's, it's well here because we have the faith. And so Paul sent a friend to help in a situation where it turns out, well, they could have used the help. Uh, there are times in Christian life we need the help, and sometimes we're the sender of the help. Sometimes we're the one sent. Sometimes we're the ones who receive, but in all things... Uh, we strengthen each other in the things of Christ. So Paul sent the brother to help because these folks were kind of in a bad way. And that is a, the attitude we ought to have of care for others, even if we're separated, even if in this case we're literally driven from town and persecuted on the way out the door. Paul said, we were worried that you guys might not be in the faith, but yes, you were. You had the faith with love. So that's First Timothy 3, the first verses. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.